Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, nutritionist, Michaela Shifley, the founder of KJ Wellness. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things nutrition and wellness. We'll cut through the bullshit information out there, debunk health myths, interview health experts, and give you actionable steps to help you become the best version of yourself. So go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee and strap in to hear the cold hard truths about health. Good morning, everyone. Well, I mean, it's morning for me at the moment. Hello, welcome back to the Naked Wellness Podcast or welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. Today's episode, I really want to talk about it because it's something that it's, I need to dive into it more than just doing like an Instagram post or a reel on it. And it's going to be all about like the five unspoken signs that you need to actually transform your relationship with food. And these like five signs that obviously there's a lot of signs that are spoken about out there. And you might've heard some of these before, but they're not as spoken about as often as a lot of the other signs. And the reason why these five signs that I'm going to go into are actually, you know what? I've just thought another one. So there's going to be six. I'm changing it to six on the spot. This is literally like my brain today. I'm, um, over, I'm fighting some sort of sickness. I don't know what the hell it is, but my brain is like so um, scattered. And this is literally like me. You're getting the real experience of me. But anyway, so there's going to be six. There's literally going to be six of them now. So six unspoken signs that you need to transform your relationship with food. These signs are accepted by society. And diet culture has made us believe that they're normal. So it's totally accepted that you do them. And the thing is, like, when you are amongst a community that is within a diet culture industry, of course, these things are going to be normalized and you're going to feel totally safe and totally fine to be doing them. And like, yeah, it's totally normal thing because everyone else around me is doing it. And that makes complete sense. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming you in any way, shape or form. However, I think it's so important that we highlight these so that you're actually aware that a lot of these signs, they're actually not necessarily normal and you do not have to live your life with these rules in place, right? You can actually live a life where you have so much more freedom and so much more control around food, around your nutrition, around your body. And it's so important that you know that and you understand that and you believe that. So I don't want to ramble on too much. I just want to jump straight into these six unspoken signs. So the first sign is that you're afraid to eat in front of others or you're always conscious and really hyper aware or aware about what others are eating. So this could be like, for an example, let's say you've gone out for breakfast or a meal out and the people around you are like, oh, actually, you know what? I ate breakfast before I came, so I'm just going to grab a drink. You didn't have breakfast before you came because you were under the impression that you were going out for breakfast. But because everybody else isn't eating, you actually now feel afraid or feel judged if you were to order food when nobody else is. That's not normal. You should feel totally comfortable to eat what you want, when you want, in front of whoever, because you are so confident and so comfortable in yourself and your actions and what you do and what you choose. Yeah. The other one was, and you are always conscious or aware about what others are eating. So this is whether like, you know, you're always watching somebody else, like what are their portion sizing? What are their um, like go-to foods? 
watching what I eat in the day videos, watching like food videos online as well, like, you know, uh, 10,000 calorie challenges or whatever they are, like you are always so conscious and aware of what others are eating or like, you know, being aware of, oh my God, that person left X amount on their plate. And then also comparing that to what you're eating as well. You should actually be able to be so fully present in the moment and only focus on yourself because at the end of the day, like you are the only, like, this is your life. You're the main character of your life. So you have to start showing up as if you are that fucking main character. And when you put so much mental energy into watching what other people are doing and then comparing it to you, it's literally taking away from your own power. So that is also not normal. And that is also, like I said, taking way too much mental capacity for you. Like you honestly need to learn how to, again, have that self-worth and have that self-confidence in yourself, in your nutrition, in your food decisions, all of that. So that's number one. Number two is feeling really stressed about eating out or eating out of your normal routines. And this is one that, of course, like uh, if you're on a diet or you're amongst the diet culture industry, like they're going to tell you that you need to, you know, not eat out or you need to not enjoy social events or you need to like take your own food to, to a dinner out or um, you need to be like really strict and really rigid with your food times and eat within this routine. And that's just bullshit. And I always say like, if you can't do it for a lifetime, don't fucking do it for a day. Because if you can't enjoy your life, we're here for a good time, not a long time, right? This is your one shot. You literally have only got this one life. You've got this one life. You've got this one body and this one mind. There's no coming back. There's no take twos of this. And like, honestly, God forbid, if you spend your entire life on earth worrying and stressing about taking your meal in your Tupperware container to a restaurant because you're not sure what's been made in the food at the restaurant, you need to learn how to enjoy your life, how to eat out and how to have that balance. How to, if somebody spontaneously says to you one day, let's go and get fro, pro, uh, fro, frozen yogurt, fro, what is it called? Yo, no, I don't know. I can't even remember. Fro, pro, I don't know. We're just that bright, bright, brain glitch right there. But if somebody spontaneously says that to you, right, and it's like 3 p.m. in the afternoon, you want to be able to be like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to come and get frozen yogurt with you. And it's not going to undo you. It's not going to impact you mentally. It's not going to impact you physically. Like you want to be the one in control of all of that, right? Where you actually are so, again, confident in yourself. And you know that doing this spontaneous event and going and getting that frozen yogurt, even though you hadn't actually originally scheduled it into your day, it's totally okay because the memories that you're going to be making, the enjoyment that you're going to get out of that experience is so much more than worrying about, does it fit into your day or like calories or what you had scheduled yourself to eat? And honestly, it is so much more like it's literally, it's unhealthier to be so stressed and have so much stress around actually going and doing that event and eating out than it is even eating that food in the first place. Like stress ain't healthy for the body either. Let's just get that clear as well. So that's number two. Number three, you are always cooking and making food for other people that you would absolutely love to eat, but you refuse to eat it. So this could be making like really gourmet desserts or snacks or always wanting to make them for like your um, partner or family members or whoever, but you literally like refuse to eat it yourself as much as, but you really would, like you would love to sit there and you would love to eat it, but you don't, you make it for other people. And then on top of that, like, you know, then you go and watch 
food challenge videos or what I eat in a day videos or all of that, but you won't actually eat those foods yourself. So this is a really, really important one to highlight because this really clearly indicates that there's a level of mental restriction going on. And when there's a level of mental restriction going on, that then like nine times out of 10 will lead to binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, thinking about food 24 seven, lack of control around food. So if you feel like, oh yeah, like I do, I love making food for other people. I would love to eat the food, but I don't. Um, and you know, there's so many underlying reasons maybe that's why you don't, maybe one way you're like, because if I was, I wouldn't be able to control myself around it. It's time to unpack that. It's literally time to unlearn that way of thinking, relearn a completely new way of viewing yourself, of viewing food and taking back that complete control over food. Because at the moment you're letting food control you. And that is again, no way of living life. And you actually have the ability to be the one in complete control over food. And when you are in control over food, you literally gain your life back. And then you can enjoy those foods and you can enjoy them in moderation. And rather than making them for other people and envying them because they get to eat it, you actually get to enjoy it too, which is fucking awesome. Because again, like this is your one life. Like also you want to eat what you love and, and enjoy all of that as well. Then the fourth one is feeling like you need to earn food with exercise, which is a really, really important one because it doesn't matter whether you've worked out, whether you have had a rest day, whether you overate the day before, whether you went on a short walk, whether you did yoga, whether you did weights, like it doesn't matter, right? You never, never have to earn food with exercise, never. Your body literally needs food just to function on a day-to-day basis. Your body needs food for it to show up, for it to think clearly, to keep your heart pumping, to keep all of your vital organs working to keep you alive. And it needs that food as fuel to be able to do that. Two thirds of the food that you eat literally goes to just keeping you alive on a day-to-day basis. And that is if you were in a coma. So now that you've added all the extra activities of like working and using your brain energy or like making all the decisions that you do throughout the day, the thinking, the exercise, et cetera, et cetera, you are burning so much, so much energy throughout the day and your body deserves to be respected and to be fueled adequately for that. So never, ever do you, should you feel like you have to earn your food with exercise. And if you do, again, like that, that is a sign that you need to transform your relationship with food. You need to transform your relationship with yourself because it's not the case. And you shouldn't feel guilty for taking a rest day. If you wake up really tired and you know, you had planned on doing a workout, it's totally okay to not follow through with that and give your body the rest that it needs. And you can still feel it as adequately as if you had worked out that day. That is so incredibly important. So I like, please, please, please understand that, that your body deserves food. Like it deserves to, you deserve to eat. The fifth one is constantly thinking about food and watching the clock. So if you're going through your day and you feel like you get really, really distracted um, at work or you know, wherever you are and you're literally like counting down the minutes or the hours until the next time you get to eat, that is a key sign that you need to transform your relationship with food. And, you know, if you've been on a diet in the past, you've probably, you know, they've probably said to you things like, oh, if you're hungry in the afternoon, like just chew some gum, just drink some fizzy drink, like no sugar, uh, no calorie drinks, just drink a glass of water, distract yourself. If you're fucking hungry, 
the one way to cure your hunger is to eat food, right? And if you're constantly thinking about food and watching the clock, then there's clearly a level of restriction going on, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whatever it is, but we have to unpack that. And again, unlearn one way of thinking and relearn a completely new way of viewing yourself and viewing food. So if you're constantly thinking about food and you feel like you think about it 24 seven, that it's so distracting and it consumes almost every waking thought of every day for you, it's time to change that because food shouldn't have that control over your mental energy. And it gets to a point where you're just like physically and mentally just exhausted from thinking about it all the time. Like what you can eat, what you can't eat, um, when your next meal is, when did your last day, what will you eat later today, what will you eat tomorrow, etc. Like there is so much more to life than thinking about your next meal. And whilst food, you totally should be able to enjoy food, it should not consume um, every waking thought of every day for you. And then the sixth one, which I've decided to add in, is that you feel really hungry even though you've just eaten. So if you've just eaten and you're like, oh, I could eat more, I could go for something else, another really red flag, key sign that you need to transform your relationship with food. Again, that is probably coming from a mental restriction, a physical restriction, even if this is subconscious as well. Like you could be sitting here being like, but I don't restrict myself. I get it. Like, I, I totally hear you. And that's why it's so important to unpack everything because a lot of the time, right, we have had a life experience that has happened to us, which has caused us to have a core belief. And that core belief then stems into us having these rules that we put in place in life. And those rules cause automatic thoughts. So if I was to use a complete random example, you know, you could have had a life experience where somebody commented on your body weight when you were a lot younger, which has then led you to have this core belief of, okay, well, if I'm a smaller size, I'm going to be more accepted by the people around me, um, by the people who, like, I'm just going to be more accepted by society in general. And so because now you have that core belief, you then set these rules in place of, okay, well, you can only eat um, very small portions in order to be a smaller size. So then as soon as you finish a meal, as soon as you have a thought of, oh, but I'm still hungry, you also have that automatic thought of, no, but you can't eat anymore because you have to maintain these small portions to be a smaller version of yourself because that's how you're going to be accepted by society, which is just such a false way of thinking. And that really, really has an impact on your self-worth, on your self-confidence. So again, like you have when it comes to transforming your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself, it is really, really about like peeling back those layers of the onion, unpacking everything so that we can get right down to what were those life experiences? What are those core beliefs that you have? And what life rules have you actually put in place from that? Because a lot of the time, like these rules and the thoughts that come around them, like they're so subconscious. And that core belief that you've developed, like it's probably been there for such a long period of time now that you're not even aware that it's there anymore. It's just like it's natural habits that you do and things that you tell yourself. So unpacking it is so incredibly important. So they're the six like key signs I want to go over. Obviously, there are so many other signs as well, like digestive issues, loss of period. If you're really moody, you're fatigued, you have brain fog, you have low sex drive. Like there are so many other areas as well that are key signs that you actually do need to transform your relationship with yourself and with food. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I totally like I resonate with so many of those, then please send me through a DM because I guarantee you, like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know that this episode is so short, but like I said, it, there was too much for me to try and put into, like, an Instagram post or anything like that because I really wanted these things to be highlighted. And I know that well before I started on my journey, like, I wish that somebody had have been, like, you know, all six of these. Like, if you're experiencing these, 
it, life doesn't have to be this way. Like there is a better way of living life and you do not have to let food control you. You can be the one in complete control over food. And I uh, like the, the difference in your life is just day and night when you do get that control back and you do have a healthy relationship with yourself and a healthy relationship with food. So I just want you to know that. I want you to understand that, that you're not alone. And I totally understand, like, if you are experiencing any of this, I totally get it because I used to experience some of these as well. So, so important to note that. But if you have any questions or any of these resonated with you, then please, please, please send me a Instagram message. Send me a DM. My Instagram is KJ Wellness with three S's. But keep this nice, short and sweet. I hope you enjoy the rest of the day or the night, wherever you are. And I will talk to you in the next episode very soon. But until then, you take care. Bye.